Welcome to the Review Crew. With Fran and Emma. What's up, reviewers? It's your co-host, Fran, toddler mom, millennial, master baker, and breathing clearly. And it's Emma. Oh, did I cut you off? (laughs) No, no, no. Fuck. You got it. You got it. It's Emma. (laughs) The other (laughs) co-host. Aspiring minimalist. Former dancer in a former life. (laughs) Um, In the first trimester, week seven. Here we go. Moving on up. Moving on up. How do you feel? How's how's the bod? I feel not great, guys, because I am recovering from COVID again. No. No. Yeah, started feeling really, really sick. And I was like, I guess this is just a cold combined with like, Mm -hmm. you know, first trimester morning sickness and everything. Because I'd already been feeling weird for like weeks. Mm -hmm. Um, Wasn't a cold. It was COVID. And it really sucks. That's fucking terrible. But I'm healing now. Yeah, good. Good. You're on the mend. Exactly. Um, When did you last have COVID? In January of 2022. Mm-hmm. okay yeah i thought it was last year i couldn't remember um yeah. that sucks dude that fucking sucks um how are you feeling okay though you're on the mend yeah you've had it once right yeah yeah we had it last october we didn't only sylvia and i got it steven never got it and oh, we didn't yeah. have it that bad i was just like tired and like a little like a very mild cold that's good yeah, yeah i'm blaming the like immune system suppression of pregnancy for making it like feel really bad and also possibly combined with like regular yeah. first trimester stuff you know right like already having morning sickness and stuff like that that yeah. yeah that blows I feel like also I definitely I'm trying to remember when this kicks in but of like I've also heard that pregnancy increases congestion in general yeah and that was the worst thing that happened was I just like couldn't breathe through my nose for like four days and I was like I absolutely hate this <laughs> fucking disgusting it's terrible i had a sinus infection last week mm. and it's finally just cleared i thought it had cleared after i had that stomach illness and then it just like returned um i feel like i was just distracted by vomiting so but, bad yeah but speaking of our illness update so i feel like i'm finally over my cold like i'm a little bit a little bit congested but pretty much over it same thing with sylvia um but on tuesday she even started vomiting because it Mm. was the return of a stomach virus whatever it was either that or it's a separate one if it's a separate one and then that means that sylvia and i are gonna get a stomach flu again i'm going to lose my fucking mind i'm so sick of being sick i feel like that can't be it can't be like that's too horrible right? like for words that's how i feel and i'm also like i don't know like one week because it, so it was like one full week in between sylvia being sick and steven being sick mm-hmm. and like i'm just like how is it possible for it to have been that long and be the same thing but also it's too close together to really be like this is a new thing yeah, that's very, very mysterious. But it, I feel like it has to be the same. Yeah, I don't know. It's not It's not great. It's not great. Steven's been, has stayed home uh, yesterday and today. But he is also feeling a lot better. It was definitely like a 24 hours of hell. And then you like slowly get better. That's how I was. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, those are those are all the illness updates. If anybody's trying to keep track of that, yeah, <laughs> it's just like I just it's terrible. I'm really like I'm like, is this just like what having kids is like? Is this just like this all the time? Like I've heard it gets better because like then you build up immunity, so you don't get as sick then as like years go on. But I'm just like how frequently am I going to be doing this? Yeah, it sounds really bad. It's not good. It's not good. I don't know. Zero out of ten. Zero out of ten to all that. How would you rate COVID? Having COVID while finally pregnant with your miracle baby in the first Mm -hmm. trimester after years of infertility, Mm -hmm. I rate it very low. I would say (laughs) I give it a one out of ten. All right. And the one is for um, getting days off of work, but it yeah. really was not worth it. I was truly <laughs> feeling so sick <laughs> the whole time. Yeah, no, so stressful. I feel like anything happening when you're pregnant is just like so much more stressful because you just like don't know what's going on. Is this affecting other parts of your body? Is this affecting the pregnancy? It's like so stressful. Something already fucking sucks. Exactly. Just but you know what? was feeling very morning sick today so I'm like you know what I think we're good I think the pregnancy is going strong yeah and it's like I like sometimes I don't know I I haven't looked into the COVID statistics and stuff with pregnancy but I'm like because like because I mean COVID is such a like variable illness with like how sick you can get Mm -hmm. I'm like if you were able to be fine with like drinking lots of fluids and taking Tylenol then I feel like it's just like it's probably fine I didn't even take Tylenol. I took wow. nothing, dude. I was too afraid. Wow. And I just wanted to suffer through it. You know, sometimes did. you have to just... I feel like you have to channel... I feel like part of pregnancy for me was trying to channel, like, a monk's energy. Of, like, the kind of monk that would maybe self-flagellate from time to time. Because exactly. it's just, like, you can't actually escape the suffering like some stuff you obviously can and should like I don't want to be like everyone just suffers through everything with no pain medication that's insane but there is an aspect of pregnancy that's just like deeply uncomfortable and that's just kind of like part of the thing and you just kind of have to lean into it of just being like this is my martyrdom that I'm doing I'm taking Mm. like a vow of discomfort to be able to produce this (laughs) life it's like part of the it's part of the ritual spell that you have to do and, like, for me, characterizing it that way in my mind made uh, it, like, I don't know, like, a half a percent easier. <laughs> I do like that. I am a little scared because, as you know, my due date is in January. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. that is so long from now. <laughs> that to be, like, suffering <laughs> that whole time is going to fucking suck. Yeah. I mean, hopefully you don't. Hopefully you don't. Like, I, some people do, for sure. But there was definitely, like, a sweet spot where, like, you start to show in your morning. Like, I think for a lot of people experience this. Of, like, you yeah. start to show. You can feel baby moving. And your morning sickness is gone and you just kind of have like a cute little tummy. You have a cute little bump. And like that's like a really miraculous time where you like feel really good. And that lasts for a few weeks before you start being like, when will I poop again? When will I? (laughs) When will I ever touch? When will it take me less than 10 minutes to put on socks? I just remember putting on (laughs) socks in the third trimester was like so hard. It was so hard to do. That's pretty cute. Dude, it was not cute, <laughs> especially because I was um I was I used compression socks, which I highly recommend for oh. like, swollen feet, um from pregnancy or any reason, 
Um, but since I worked on my feet all day, it's like by the end, I was just like, my feet would just like hurt and they were super swollen. So I was doing compression socks, but then it's like compression socks are already kind of hard to put on. Mm. So then it was just like, I just remember like being, cause again, it was like fucking two in the morning when I was getting dressed. So it's like, I would look, put all my clothes in the bathroom. Cause we're like in our little one bedroom apartment. So I didn't want to wake up Steven. I put all my clothes in the bathroom. I'd go in there in the morning and turn the light on. And just like sitting on the toilet and like lifting my foot up as far as I could. And I'm just like with my full extension of hand trying to get my fucking socks on my feet. <laughs> oh, God. And it was just like a whole process. It was like I wanted to sleep a little bit longer before work, but I literally couldn't because it took me so long to like get my clothes on. <laughs> <sighs> That's rough. Yeah, good times. Good times. Uh, so I can't wait till you're in that position. You get to tell me about it. And we just lean into the martyr aspect. Yeah, exactly. Or whatever you want. Or like, fuck it. Let's just complain about it because it also sucks. Um, okay. Well, what, or what have you been passing the time in your, in your homestay? Thank you for asking. I mean, it had been a long time since I had had the feeling of like, I just want this day to be over. And then the next day, just being like, I actually also can't wait for this day to be over. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's, yeah. But I have been playing Zelda, Tears mm. of the Kingdom, very deep into it, very Beautiful. deep into it. I um, love being addicted to a video game. Yeah, it's extremely addicting, extremely, extremely addicting. But it has been, it has been really fun. And um, I like that. I have been watching the ultimatum queer love which okay is okay it's all right Mm. (laughs) it's not it's not giving what i need to have Hmm. what is uh, tell me tell me about the ultimatum um okay well the it's like um one person in the couple is like giving the other person sorry i'm so congested so it's like (laughs) giving the other person an ultimatum of like you know i want to get married and the other person like doesn't or whatever so they're like they go to this place and they're like okay we're gonna all switch couples like we'll switch partners and you can see if you like prefer this person to your original partner or not or if you just like you leave here with your original person (laughs) married you could live with leave with a new person or you could just leave single wow kind of the options (laughs) but the real horrible show to go on (laughs) the real thing is it's just kind of been on the back in the background for me and mm. I have been not fully following mm. and so that's not really helping um yeah. oh but you know what I did watch wait mm-hmm. I watched the new Tim Robinson so you think you dude we started that last night we started it are you loving it we finished it dude it's freaking six episodes and each one is 16 minutes long I know I think we only have one episode left I'm like this is a joke why why is the length of each episode 16 minutes that's nothing that's that's been true of the other seasons too but it's just like is this YouTube what this isn't TV (laughs) no I mean I'm with you I'm with you but it is it's like that is consistent through now the three seasons and then to have it only be six episodes when they're that short I'm just like is this a joke I know. I thought the other ones were maybe eight, but I don't know. Yeah, it's a short. It's a short thing. You gotta. You have to. I do find that the rewatch value on I think you should leave is pretty high, because there's so much always weird stuff going on and parts of the jokes that I don't get. So I do enjoy rewatching them. I don't feel like um, there's that much to get of it. I feel like it's just like wow, this is very odd. Yeah, I just feel like there's little pieces of odd things that I end up missing because I get so bamboozled the first time. You should have you rewatched any of it? 
<laughs> yeah, I think I, wa- I watched. I rewatched a couple episodes of the first season. Okay. I think. How would you rate the third? I, I want you to rate each season. I they're honestly so similar to me. This third season, I think I was just so disappointed from being really sick and also mm. just realizing that it was already over mm-hmm. as soon as it had begun. Mm-hmm. That I kind of can't rate it that high. Like I'm gonna give it mm. like a seven. Okay. Okay. What would you give it? What's your favorite bit so far? In this current season, or in the yeah. in this current season? Ooh, I really liked. Fuck, I'm trying to even remember what it was. I'm just like imagining him in his weird face. I love Tim Robinson's weird face and the weird faces that he makes. I love. Oh, the guy. The it's like the very first sketch in the very first episode where he's being a guy that um just argues with people and when he's winning he kicks ass and when he's losing the argument he just goes on his phone oh yeah Um, and i found (laughs) that that really relatable and enjoyable (laughs) Um, so that was uh that was probably that was a standout for me but um and i also i love to see patty harrison every time every time she's in a sketch um that's a 10 for me i do love patty harrison too for me, I think the first season of I Think You Should Leave, which if you guys haven't gathered to know, is great sketch comedy show on Netflix. That was a 10 out of 10. Like season two and season three so far have both been eights for me where I like them, but I just feel like it's there's too much of like the same characters over and over again. Um, and I feel like there could be there could be a little more variety. I feel like there was in the first season. Oh wait, in this last season though, the the sketch with the reality TV show where he just keeps going on the zip line. Over I did. Really, I was gonna say that one. I love that. I love yeah, that. The, his extremely serious face. On the zip line. <laughs> oh man, that was a ten. That was a ten. That was really really good. Mm-hmm. Um, what was, oh, I want them to bring back um baby of the year. I did rewatch that <laughs> one. It's so. Fun. <laughs> the yeah. song is so yeah. good i for, i can't remember that guy's name because that like he's comedian great. he's really great and i feel like he's worked i guess with tim like tim robinson and him i want to say wrote like worked on a show together before i feel like maybe i'm making that up i don't know but i've always no, wanted to check it has. out okay great yeah i feel like <laughs> <laughs> all right well we feel like this is oh true. detroiters detroiters they did that and i loved that there was the two of them okay i've never seen it what is that even on Oh, that's really good. I feel like it's Comedy Central. I'll have to find it, see if it's like rentable on YouTube or something. How would you rate that one? I mean, it was a while ago, but I I did really enjoy that. I would give it like an eight out of ten. I kind of forget what it's yeah. like. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have to I'll have to look into it. I'll have to look into it. Um, well, while we're in um pop culture palace TV shows, wait, have you rated? Did you rate Ultimatum? You didn't rate Ultimatum, and you also didn't rate the rate Zelda. Give those numbers real quick. Okay, Zelda is a nine, Tears of the Kingdom, mm-hmm. and um, Ultimatum is a five point five. Barely, barely good. Barely watchable. <laughs> barely functional is mostly white noise. Um, what is the minus one on Zelda? Um, it's just so addictive, and sometimes I get so frustrated, and sometimes I just have mm-hmm. to Google things, and then I'm like, why am I even doing this if I'm Googling how to do it? Like, that kind of ruins it. Yeah, dude, I have no patience for puzzles. I fucking yeah. hate solving There's puzzles. There's so many. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I just, it's the same thing of just like, I've heard that the crafting is actually pretty cool in Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah, it's um, very cool. And I could see getting into that. But, like, in general, 
having fucking crafting, making potions, like I don't want to do that. I don't want to no, making potions is so fun. And I mm. honestly, when I was for the very little bit that I played a Breath of the Wild, I really enjoyed the making of food. I actually, yeah, it was really enjoyable. So, but fun. in basically every other game I've ever played, I'm just like, I'm not fucking doing this. <laughs> like I've been, in The Witcher Three, like you can get really into like crafting armor and swords and stuff, and I'm just like, no, I'm only using stuff that I found because I fucking don't care about this at all. The like opening sequence to Tears of the Kingdom where you're just like in the sky and then suddenly you get to a cliff and it's like, I guess I jump off. Mm-hmm. It's actually it was actually such an amazing intro and like absolutely incredible. Yeah. I rate that ten out of ten. Did I already talk about that in the last episode? I feel like I might have. Sorry. Um, I have no memory of that, so okay. maybe not. I don't know. But um that's good. That's good to know. Someday, someday in one hundred years, I'll get a switch and I'll be playing. I'll play the Zelda too. I'll review it for you. But speaking of things that I'm coming to so late, mm. um, Steven and I finally finished watching Tar. Yeah, I want to hear your review of Tar. Um, I would say overall, I really enjoyed it. I would really love to hear if we have any reviewers that have also seen Tar and are like more in like the music, the classical music scene. Um, no, looking at you, uh, Adrian is. He's in the classical music scene. Well, I know Adrian is a big classical music head, but I'm like, who? Like, I'm more of like, who are the like? Who's does he interact with people like the people of the movie? Like, uh. That's more of what I'm interested in because I'm wanting because like I really enjoyed the all the characters in it. I enjoyed all these classical music types and Mm -hmm. it felt very like like true and sort of an exaggerated funny way to me from like my very brief interactions of just like being in band in high school and band and orchestra kind of shit and having music teachers. But I'm like, is that actually does it actually hold up to someone who's like involved in classical music? What do you think of the ending? Um, I thought it was funny. It's definitely, it's a real tonal shift. I it's such like, a tonal shift. <laughs> it's such a tonal shift. Um, it sort of like just kind of speeds up and marches through. And it definitely felt like, I felt like in the first half of the movie, I was sort of expecting myself to be like, oh, it's kind of a tongue in cheek. Like, this is like, I'm watching a film. I'm watching an f- intellectual yeah, film. Exactly. And then I was like, I'm watching something that's just like kind of making fun of this person like the, the main yeah. character becomes more and more of a joke as the time time goes on but in a way like I liked that I did like it I don't know that I liked it as much as I liked the beginning it just it yeah. just changed um it is also challenging in that Steve and I did watch it in two parts like three weeks apart so like, yeah that's impressive that you went back and finished I feel like I never go back and finish if I stop yeah, I mean, we this is this is our life now. This is our life now. Is trying to trying to do this thing. We insisted we would finish it. Um, and you know, I liked Tar too. I was very into uh-huh. it, and I it stuck with me. It really stuck with me. Yeah. Okay. Should we just? I, I want to hear a little bit more about what you didn't like about it. So just spoiler alert for everyone, so that we can like talk about a little more details. Um, yeah. No, the only thing just, mm-hmm. like I really really loved the first half and the majority of it the only things I didn't like about it were the ending because I, I agree it was just like such a like <laughs> it was just like what I don't know it was just like a weird shift at the end um and I didn't like that the length of it where I was like my body like really hurts from sitting here <laughs> for this long like this is yeah what is long. it like two and a half hours I think it's like yeah it's some ridiculous length where I'm just like this is insane yeah no need for that 
But other than that, I loved it. I loved her character. I thought she was really interesting. And I liked, okay. like, the spooky kind of aspects of it, too. Yeah, the spooky part's really interesting. And so that I think that, like, the, the spookiness kind of going away as it just sort of, like, things unravel for her towards the end after she gets, like, called out and canceled, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I kind of missed that tension, yeah um but i still really liked it that's what i was just like oh this movie is a lot funnier than i thought it was gonna be like there's a moment where she goes to her childhood home like after she's basically like doesn't live like her wife kicks her out whatever um she doesn't have her job anymore she goes to her childhood home um i love that like she's sitting in her room and like watching like a a performance like a leonard bernstein performance or something oh yeah, yeah tv and then she's wearing, like, and it's, like, when you come in, you see all her little, like, awards and certificates that she got, like, as a kid for, like, playing accordion and, like, music, ex- musical excellence. And she's, like, in the scene where she's, like, kind of, like, looking all strung out and tear- teary and watching this performance. And then she's, like, wearing one of her medals that was, like, in her childhood <laughs> room. And I just felt like there was a lot of very good attention to detail and of just sort of, like, what a clown this person is. Um, it was very funny that's funny and I loved the vibe okay I mostly loved the vibe of like the first half where it's just like everything is so chic and so beautiful and I just wanted to like live in her huge elegant home dude I I thought her home was so weird so industrial it's so unhomey to me I feel like Adrian and I both were like this is so everything was so just like classy and just like yes this is nice Wow, that we that is a we ha- I have a very different opinion of her home. Um, that's really funny. I love that. I love that. Um, yeah, yeah, and I mean, I feel like that to me is kind of like I like Stephen. I don't know. Stephen was reading some stuff about it, and then we were also just talking about it. So I don't remember if this was him paraphrasing something he read, or if this was. Um, just him talking about it but of just like how in the beginning you like get sort of like you're because the whole movie you're getting so much of like her perspective mm-hmm. and of just like so the beginning is all of this like seems like she's just like on top and she's like got snappy little comebacks and she like has the word for everything and like everything is like clean and you're like you're right and like her house is supposed to be like super like well put together and like beautiful and all of this stuff and then like as her mental like as her life kind of unravels so does like that perspective and you get sort of like the real person who like isn't even named Lydia um and then like goes back to her childhood home where you see sort of all this like more junky stuff and how her life just goes by but of just like sort of it's the reflection of her own image of herself also um and just sort of like yeah her own little fucking pomp and circumstance she had about herself in the in the beginning I don't know. It was a. I I, I enjoyed it. I I liked the ending. I it, it was weird to me, but I also like. I did really like it as a balance, and it made it made me rethink about the whole beginning of the movie differently. I feel like I don't know. Yeah. Well, there you go. I'm glad you liked it. We definitely liked it. I feel like I forget if she won like actor actor of the year, whatever it's called. <laughs> actor of the year. <laughs> but she definitely did a good one. She did oh, a good she, one. Yeah, she did amazing. She was like great acting. Oh my god, the moment this is okay. So I would say the movie overall for me was probably an eight, where it's like I really enjoyed yeah. it. 
too long and yeah the tone shifts a lot and I'm still like I liked it but I'm not totally sure about it um but the moment where she comes out for the performance she was supposed to conduct but had lost her job at that point oh, yeah. where you just see her and then her just the take of like her face changing as she runs forward and fucking knocks the other guy out <laughs> is so funny it is so well done and i'm yeah she's just like an incredible actress she's an incredible she actress. Is. her acting Wait, was a 10 did you see blue jasmine is that the same person i think it is um i want to say it is the same person i haven't seen it okay blue jasmine hella good too recommend all right i'll check it out um all right well that's uh that's uh, that's wrapped up on tar do you what did you rate but did you also rate it an eight i don't remember i don't remember but if i had to like say now i would say eight all right yeah reasonable um well while we're still in movie land there's a movie that you will be even later to the game than me because of course it's something i would jump on first which is the new dungeons and dragons movie because it came out for streaming not long ago honor among thieves um and dude i fucking watched it and i fucking loved it okay it was no like, spoilers no spoilers i know i'm not gonna spoil it because i know you haven't seen it i won't go into a lot but i would say i think it's extremely funny um, I don't want to like overhype it because I'm wondering also how much my enjoyment was like because it uh I assumed that it was gonna be pretty bad. Mm-hmm. Um something that I had forgotten from the trailer, which is like Hugh Grant is in it, which I love. Oh, um, I do like him. But uh yeah, it was like I would call it definitely like like my enjoyment of it was like a 10 out of 10. I would say as a movie, it's probably like an eight or nine out of ten. I like loved it. I would totally watch it again not anytime soon like I don't plan to but if somebody else wanted to watch it I 100% would and I feel like there's like it's funny enough just at its base level and entertaining enough of just like you can know nothing about Dungeons and Dragons and really enjoy it but if you do know about Dungeons and Dragons I feel like there are some jokes that might hit a little bit harder or just be a little more entertaining yeah I would Um, think so I would think so yeah but it's like you really don't you really don't have to know about Dungeons and Dragons to enjoy it. Like Steven, like this is how I know it was actually a good movie is that Steven also thought it was funny and really liked it. And he does not have the tolerance for garbage that I have in regards to <laughs> fantasy things. And he does not play D&D and has zero interest in doing it. So I recommend that to everyone, um, especially to you. We could talk it in detail sometime if you ever get around to it. Perfect. It was great. Um. I have a side question for you. This is a tonal shift. A question for a you, a question quest. for the listeners, which is what does it mean when your feet are suddenly very dry? And I'm talking like peeling off dry. Um, Am I, is that my sign of something <laughs> bad? <laughs> like I'll literally look at a toe and it'll be like, oh, there's like a huge piece of skin like about to fall off. Um, I honestly. It's like crazy. <laughs> that is. <laughs> it's not good um i have no idea you're molting i feel like it's normal um you're gonna have fresh new baby skin on your feet when you're done um i honestly have no idea i feel like my feet are always extremely dry because i like obsessively put on lotion even though i and i constantly have dry skin anyways there's probably it's like probably related the fact of that but i never put lotion on like the bottom of my feet obviously because i'd be slipping sliding all around but i feel like my heels on my feet are like so dry at all times um but i don't know like you could it 
if it's like is it itchy or anything no 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 it's normal it's just absolutely dries the dries a bone it's just time to go out and time to get some like get yourself a little foot bath give yourself a little exfoliation experience that could be nice because you know you're not supposed to do like hot baths when you're pregnant and then it's like what's the fucking point of taking a fucking lukewarm bath i tried that multiple times i was pregnant (laughs) i'm like you know what this sucks like yeah um but a foot bath, you can get your feet nice and hot and then have, um, I don't know, Adrian exfoliate them. Nothing more romantic than having your partner touch your, your nasty, crusty feet. Yeah, well, that was my that was my aside. And then I also watched the end of Succession. Can't believe that show's over, you guys. That show fucking mm-hmm. rocks. I never... I never. I watched one episode after you recommended it to me, and I was like, "This is a good show." And then I didn't watch it anymore. I feel like one day you'll get into it, and you'll Probably. be like, "This is good." Give me like five years, and I'll like be like, "Have you heard of this show?" It's. Kind of, <laughs> I feel like that's what will happen. And you'll I be like, find, "I told you." I told you this, but I just want to state for the record, I found the ending frustrating, which I think is what we we're supposed to feel. Mm. But yeah. How would you so how would you rate the show overall and then how would you rate the ending? The show overall, as far as TV shows go, I don't think you could really make it better, except that sometimes I would be confused. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> sometimes I'd have to turn to Adrian and be like, wait, what? And then we'd kind of figure it out together. So I give it a nine for that reason, because there were some incomprehensible jargony moments. But other mm. than that, perfect show. The ending, it couldn't have ended a different way. I wanted it to end a different way, but it couldn't have because that would have been, like, cheesy. Like, to have a really happy ending would have been super cheesy and... Yeah. So, Mm -hmm. I guess it had to end the way it did, but it just... But you didn't like it. I didn't like it, and I will say the main female character on the show mm-hmm. to have her be just such a total bitch. <laughs> I feel like it was so bad for women worldwide, <laughs> but that's fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's, uh, that's too bad. That's too it bad. is. It is. Oh, too bad. I was listening to um, one of my superiors today complaining to another one uh, to one of my other superiors about how, how can she say that um, she's a feminist and cares about community support when she doesn't want to has suspicions about hiring someone that stage today who happens to also be a woman, which I found <laughs> a really interesting point of just like, you can be a feminist and believe in community and still watch someone stage and be like, they're bad at their job and we won't hire them. Um but maybe uh, you should think about that before you just call this character a bitch. And actually, that being a bitch and a horrible person is actually what feminism is. Have you thought about that? Is it? Wait, I want to know what you have to do to stage. What do you do? You just like cook whatever you want. No, they like get. They're like make this shit for me that you have to. It depends what position you're like staging for. But it literally just is like you're working for free. Basically, it's your uh. working. It's your working interview. It's your working interview. So like they usually do like a phone screening in-person interview and then if you're working back of house you come in you stage i didn't have to because they were fucking desperate so they hired me <laughs> they that. hired me uh after an interview on the recommendation of someone i took a ceramics class from once um <laughs> i honestly <laughs> extremely lucked out um some pa- places do pay you for your stage others don't some pay you if they hire you. They'll consider that like your first day of work. And then if you don't get hired, though, you're just out. Um, but yeah, it's just like like 
I've listened to um like from talking to my other coworkers, it's like if you're especially if you're getting like a higher position or you're like a sous chef or something, you might come in and have to like cook for them and like just make a meal or something or make some dishes that the head chefs and stuff can try. Um, but like for this person who's gonna be like a prepper line cook, it's like they had her come in and just like make some of our like coleslaws and do like get on the line a little bit just to see how she works. Um, nice. Yeah, yeah. It's just sort of seeing, seeing. It's it's interesting. It's like one. It's like it's super important to do that. I feel like for this kind of work to see actually how someone's worked versus just what's on their resume. Um, but then to get, then you're just like, oh, I've only seen you like one day, and it is weird to like judge someone's working ability from that. But uh, a lot better than just doing interviews. I remember I didn't have people stage when I was production manager. When in my first round of interviews, when I first had to hire people, um, and no one I hired was good, it turned out, uh, <laughs> and I never made that mistake again. <laughs> ah, fun, fun, yeah, thing. magic, magical times. Um, well, 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 I know. I'm like, wait, what else? Um, oh, you know what? You know what? Actually, okay, I have one more TV show I've consumed recently. I've been watching so much tv lately so much more than all because of the because of the incredible amount of illness i've been suffering um but i did watch all of queer eye season seven didn't you oh i started it i started it i did the first two i think yeah i can't believe you watched the first two of that and then you switched to just fucking putting on ultimatum in the background (laughs) and didn't keep watching queer eye uh (laughs) i probably should switch back (laughs) um how how are you feeling about it so far how do you feel about them can we just quickly review queer eye giving a makeover to a fraternity (laughs) in the first episode that was very cute i loved that it wasn't like your typical fraternity and that there was actually all a bunch of nerds who were like really cute Um, were they nerds i don't okay i don't know if nerds the right word but they were definitely misfits i would say a group of misfits wouldn't you say (laughs) they weren't like football bros (laughs) Yeah, they don't. They weren't that. They weren't sportsmen. They weren't sportsmen. They were not. I got. Yeah, I definitely. I was kind of waiting for it to be like, and actually, this frat like does it. Like, I feel like they said that the frat used to do community work or something, <laughs> yeah. but didn't like really specify anything. And I kept waiting it for it to be like, in the mission statement is to do this. They volunteer to do this things. So then it was just like, no, they're <laughs> just kind of like some frat guys and like they all seemed fine they all seemed fine and i did i this is a little thing about me everybody i cry in every episode of queer eye there's no way around it um so i did weep in that episode anyways they won me over but i was a little bit skeptical i'm calling that a seven out of ten i liked when they all start i did not cry during it but i liked when they all started crying when they were telling each other yeah. how much like they loved each other whatever. no yeah that's when i started crying obviously that was very cute <laughs> it was so cute they were just all weeping and i was like like cause basically the entire episode i was like i can't believe they're fucking giving a makeover to a frat this is so stupid these guys don't need it this sucks this is stupid and then they're like all on the beach crying and i'm just like this is so important for america <laughs> <laughs> okay also i feel like they're um Jonathan did a great job with their like rooming makeovers. That was good. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. kind of want Tan to be more like what not to wear. Like I want him to be more harsh because mm. it would be funny. It's funny when people are harsh about people's clothes. <laughs> and 
it's like in this one it was like yeah just like pick out whatever you like want to wear and then he was like yeah everybody looks great and kind of like showed them how to like tuck it in better but it's like no just give them a makeover like give them new shit yeah yeah that looks I better don't i don't know i yeah. i i watched a little bit of what not to wear long ago i love that show. um yeah yeah i mean it's it's a uh, it's it's solid it's solid um i don't yeah, I've, I feel I'm very hot and cold. I feel like with what Tan does in his makeovers, and you know, okay, something I will like talk about being hot and cold because we all know that Bobby, the one who like redoes their homes or whatever, mm-hmm. in this case, the frat house, we all know that he's the only one that's doing like real work because he basically organizes huge construction projects <laughs> and like complete like does like th- like work that costs thousands and thousands of dollars. Yeah. Um, why the fuck does he keep painting rooms black? or dark gray that's the most insane shit no imagine being in a fucking black room imagine your room being black can you imagine anything more claustrophobic than that i I feel like he's like it's masculine (laughs) i I don't know i don't know like i know that it definitely is like a trend i guess among people but i'm just like the idea to me of having an extremely dark colored room yeah just feels like like i when i I come into my house i want to experience like lightness i want to feel open i don't want to feel like i'm in a fucking hole like as someone who once lived in a studio apartment that was on the bottom floor so like it had like a big overhang it was fucking south facing i had one window i basically lived in a fucking cave i don't want to live in a cave i don't want to live somewhere that dark it was terrible that's Um, funny i did not notice that but yeah i wouldn't want to live in a a black painted wall house but just as you continue if you continue yeah. watching the season you will notice that he's painting like everybody's <laughs> walls fucking black and i'm like this is untenable like why are you doing this to be they're gonna go insane are there more tan experiences where he's like yeah just wear whatever you want and it looks great um i mean i don't feel like he ever is i think he i feel like that's a hmm. How do I? How do I'm I? I'm exaggerating. Obviously, I'm exaggerating. you're exaggerating. I because I don't feel like it's like that. Like he's very much like I feel like he just wants to figure out where they're at and what they want, and then he's just like, "Here's the correct size of pants that you should actually <laughs> be wearing for this style you supposedly want." Yeah. I feel like he does more exciting stuff with other people because some people have more exciting fashion tastes. Like there's mm-hmm. a young guy who just wants to wear like wild shit, which is great. Um. But uh, and yeah, there's a couple a couple guys on the sh- on the season that I feel like have really like much more out there fashion taste than I do, and that are usually on the show, and they get to do like lots of fun patterns and cool clothes. Um, but yeah, I feel like a lot of it is he's just like let's let's why don't you just like wear a shirt that's the correct size, and like that's sort of his big his big thing. But you know what? People need to hear it. You know, I did like I did like Anthony doing muffalettas. I was like, I fucking love muffalettas or whatever, whatever you, you say. I, They're so good. I love that Anthony. Uh, Anthony, I can't help but love him, even though he is like a fraud, and I feel like just can't cook. Actually, I associate him I so much with um, a little life, the book, because he like wore that shirt in the first season that had all the names from a little life, and that was like one of the reasons I read a little life. To be honest, I've never read it. Oh shit! You gotta read that right now. You gotta read that right now. We can what review that on air. What? What is it about? What is it? I don't know it. What is it about? Oh my god! Okay, <laughs> <laughs> dude, you have got to read this book. I've never been so excited about the idea of you reading a book. Um, <laughs> it is about. <laughs> so it starts out about four 
guy friends okay mm-hmm. and you're like oh these like four close friends this is gonna be a fun like romp where they you know mm-hmm. we go into all four of their lives no it really just follows one guy's life of the four and it's like he basically has every tragedy imaginable like happen to him mm-hmm. and it's like I read remember I've told you this that like I read this analysis of it that it's like about like atheism and how like there is no god and was trying to like, re- <laughs> like break a structure like they're like the typical structure of a book like you know has like mm-hmm. resolution and stuff mm-hmm. but this one is just like no what if there wasn't wow i you're i'm gonna say this you're <laughs> not selling it to me <laughs> you are not i've selling. never been so gripped by a book though i will say and i also disturbed gripped and disturbed <laughs> <laughs> all right i'm usually not looking to be disturbed but next time i'm in a disturbable mood i'll uh, i'll let you know i do get in moods where i'm like suddenly willing to consume disturbing literature yeah right um, it does it definitely will hook you it will definitely hook you all right, all right. Maybe we should. Um, I feel like we need to occasionally like recommend each other books or something for like different moods. Dude, I was, I'm like, I'm I trying to think of book. like the last disturbing book that I read. I'm, I don't know. I don't know. I'm so rarely in that space these days. Like the last time I read anything disturbing, I was like in college or like maybe a little bit after. And now I'm just like, what if I never read? Yeah, exactly. I never read, so it would be really hard to get me to read. <laughs> Uh, uh, um, yeah, Anthony. Well, I'm glad that you liked that. I did like that in this season. I don't think he once wore a The Strokes shirt, which I feel like was his uniform in previous seasons, where he just wore The Strokes shirts constantly, which I thought was really okay. Funny. But remember how good The Strokes were? Actually, we started <laughs> we started watching a documentary on like Hulu called like While You Were in the Bathroom or something. I don't know. Was it called Meet Me in the Bathroom? Yeah, because that was a book that I read. Oh, nice. It's like okay. an oral history of like the Strokes and the Yeah Yeah Yeahs and LCD Sound yeah. System and all those all those great bands. Well, we didn't finish it because it was just like whatever. But it did remind me of how the Strokes are so good. Not that I'm listening to them today, but like mm-hmm. when they came out, I'm just like that was great. Those were great out. Al- they were great albums. I can't talk. <laughs> no, I have I have nothing against the Strokes. I will even I one of my coworkers is like a huge Yeah Yeah Yeahs fan. So They're actually on our on our radio we listen to at work, I frequently put on playlists of like that era of music that plays like a lot of the strokes and stuff. Um and I enjoy it a lot. Um I still think it's funny though, if you are on a season of a TV show to just be wearing the stroke shirts all the time. Yeah, that's a bold choice, especially in twenty twenty three. Especially to have multiple shirts. Like I understand having one. I don't know. It's just uh it just was funny to me. <laughs> um Anyway, it was nothing against the band. Um, all right, yeah, I think that's all I have to say on Queer Eye. Queer Eye for me is always basically a 10 out of 10. I don't care if it's problematic. I don't care if it's stupid. I love it and cry watching it. And I look forward to that every time a new season comes out. Nice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's all I got on that one. I think that's finally it for all of the TV and movies that I that I have. Yeah, that's all. I've been watching Jeopardy still. Jeopardy still rocks. Go Jeopardy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'd like to review Paneer. I love having Paneer. I was telling you. (laughs) Yeah. It's just so good. Imagine an Indian curry with Paneer. So good. I love it. Do you ever cook with it? Or you were just talking about Cook with it? it? Yeah, dude. You can't eat it raw. Well, no, I mean, like, I'm not sure. I, I didn't remember if you were talking about, like, did you get takeout with paneer? Or oh, are you, no, like, no, no, getting no. paneer and making food with it? Making food with it. 
Okay, yeah. do you, okay, because I've never, we don't actually use, because like we make a lot of, sometimes we make sog paneer, but you know we're making sog feta most of the time, that fucking, um, what's her face recipe, that chick, what's her Jod- name? Jodhpur. No, no, we do do Madhur Joffrey. Priya! Yes, Priya. <laughs> okay, I couldn't you remember fool. her name, and I wanted to call her Prisha, and I'm like, I think I'm combining her names into just one <laughs> name. Yes, Priya. She, My uh, mortal enemy. I know your mortal enemy that you hate for some reason, but her sog feta recipe is so fucking bomb. It's so good. But paneer is also hella good. Um, it, when you cook with it, okay, this is what I was going to ask, um, <laughs> which is do you fry it first or do you just put it in? When I've made recipes that I've like or found myself it, that's what I'm looking online, for. Mm-hmm. I have seared it in the pan. That turns out great. I've also done it in the oven. does not mm-hmm. turn out as good. Um, this blue apron recipe I did yesterday just has you put the paneer straight into like a Mm -hmm. baking dish with like the sauce and everything and just pop it in the oven, like basically warm it up. Mm -hmm. And that was honestly great too. So I don't think you have to sear it. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, I feel like when I've had it in the past, I've at least never noticed it being seared and mostly just had it where it was clearly like warmed in it and it's great. But I had it like a sog with seared paneer in it recently and I was just like, oh, I love this. I love so a seared good. cheese, a seared yeah. cheese, like halloumi. Mm. Oh, I love halloumi so yeah, much. Yeah, 10 out oh of 10. God. Halloumi's so good. Imagine a salad with halloumi. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine, imagine, imagine just a fat <laughs> piece of it seared that you're just snacking on, <laughs> pretending like you're going to put it in the food, but then actually you're just snacking on it. Dude, I've, okay, so my pregnancy status motto for mm-hmm. today i don't know what i'm saying is i gotta always be eating a b yeah Abe. always be eating i love oh always be consuming you can be abc always be consuming <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so like to stave off morning sickness or whatever like i keep reading like you should eat whatever so basically that means i'm eating constantly also my doctor at the ultrasound we had was mm-hmm. like you should be eating every one to two hours yeah which is so often mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to the point where i'm like desperate for snacks like i like can't make enough food for myself i'm just like i have to always be eating and it's it's so much but i did just have adrian get uncrustables which i'm very excited <laughs> to eat <laughs> children sandwiches it's such a good think about as a snack at work Ugh. it sounds like great Ugh. no dude my memory of those is that those are like a five out of ten maybe no. sandwich dude i would be like standardized testing hell yeah give me an uncrustable i because so, you know what was the worst about it is because it's uncrustable but then the edge where they press all the bread is kind of crusty just from being no. dry <laughs> edge of like wet bread it's perfect it's not wet dude because they do peanut butter on both sides with just jelly in the middle so nothing gets wet actually it's perfect okay other snacks how do you rate an uncrustable an uncrustable for me is like if it didn't have a lot of like hydrogenated oils and stuff i would be eating it every single day i went through a phase of having it for breakfast Why don't you just make a fucking peanut butter and jelly sandwich, my dude? Because when you take a peanut butter and jelly sandwich to work, it gets disgusting. Well, what if a you put peanut butter PB&J? on both sides? <laughs> <laughs> That's so much work. <laughs> it's so good to have it without the crust. I give it, honestly, I give it like a 9 out of 10. It's 
I feel like when I come visit you, I like need to go buy you sandwich making ingredients and then I will get a large cookie cutter for you so that we can like punch (laughs) out your bread so that you can have it in a circle and like without crust. That is great. They also sell, they sell like a special like clamp where you can like seal the edge so it's actually like an (laughs) uncrustable. Yeah, so you've looked into this already. <laughs> but I'm not gonna. Yeah, like it. at that point, it's just like just fucking buy Uncrustables. Yeah. It's like way too much work. Um, okay, well, that's insane, but I'm glad that you're <laughs> figuring out your snack schedule and that you're eating frequently. That is really frequently to have to be snacking, but you do do what you have to do. Yeah, wheat thins. I tried wheat thins with um, Laughing Cow Cheese. That's okay. Mm-hmm. It's all right. Mm-hmm. I'm waiting for ranch wheat thins. If anybody out there sees ranch wheat thins, go ahead and ship me a box. <laughs> I can't find them anywhere. <laughs> and they were my perfect beach snack last year. I love ranch wheat thins. Mm-hmm. Have you tried any cheesy popcorn yet? No, that's actually, that's a good idea. White cheddar popcorn, dude. What's that fucking brand? It's the black bag. Yeah, Smart Pop. Yeah, so yeah. good. So good. That stuff is good. Damn, Okay. Thank you for that reminder. What else have I tried? I did strawberries and whipped cream this afternoon. Ooh. That was nice. Um, I've been actually eating strawberries like every single day. I want to, yeah, really quick. I just want to shout out strawberry season 10 out of 10. Dude, I know. They're so so good. good. Like a delicious. Oh, you know what I made at work today? I made a Pinot Noir and strawberry soft serve base for our soft serve machine. Oh, wow. Um, and I just tasted it and it was like tasted it like the warm uh, base before it won't freeze it tomorrow. Um, and it was really fucking good. I had to like boil down. We had basically we got shipped a keg of like Pinot Noir that like wasn't sealed properly or something where it was just like it was fine, but wasn't going to last. And we got mm. credited for it, but they wouldn't pick it up. So then my boss was like, you need to use this. <laughs> so I was like, this is a lot of wine. Um, so I basically spent the day, I like just poured it all into a giant pot, put it on the stove and let it reduce down to like a third of its size. And I was just like fumigating myself with red wine fumes. <laughs> it honestly was pretty nauseating at times because it was just like, it was very much giving the smell of like, like what it smells like when you've had too much red wine one evening and you wake up the next day and you're like, it's permeated my body now. Um, so that was nauseating and gross, but the soft serve base that I put some of the reduction in uh hella good and with the delicious fresh farmers market strawberries oh so even good. better i love like a, a nice soft serve so good mm-hmm. okay uh, so you've been having strawberries and whipped cream strawberry season 10 out of 10 what else have you been snacking i mean strawberries plain also good mm-hmm. if they're good um sorry i just got like really congested all the time. <laughs> <clears throat> What else? Mostly just been having meals sort of much earlier than you would typically have the meal. Yeah. Like I had some like spinach ravioli at like 10.45 a.m. Yeah. Really good though. Ravioli, spinach ravioli, honestly, hella good. Yeah. Yeah. Really all ravioli. I feel like one of the biggest crimes against humanity is that if you order ravioli in a restaurant, you get like three ravioli. And I get that so like, sad. I know and it's like, I know they're like handmade and delicious and a lot of work, but I'm also just like, this is so not enough ravioli for me. I'll never order it for fear of that. I know. I well, I mistakenly ordered it. I've ordered it, I think, maybe at two different restaurants in my life 
forgetting this or not knowing <laughs> and it's just like it's stuck with me because it's such a large tragedy to then see someone else get a beautiful huge plate of food and then here's my like fucking three ravioli that I'm just like trying to eat slowly so that I don't feel sad <laughs> yeah yeah girls need a lot of ravioli that's kind of a law around here around these parts that is a good law um, well that's a that's a fantastic thing um, do you have any other other snacking updates? Um, no, I was going to ask if you had any good snacks. And don't say something like a piece of spinach. I feel like that's your kind of snack. Are you fucking... <laughs> when have I ever suggested <laughs> such a thing? I just feel like you're snack. so healthy. Dude, I'm fucking trying to be healthy. I'm trying to be healthy. I mean, do you, when I was pregnant, what did I eat for snacks? Or no. now, what do I eat for snacks? Current, current snack. Uh, what do I eat for snacks? I mean, we still eat a lot of fruits. We always buy apples and bananas for Sylvia. I like to buy um, the pre-sliced pepper jack cheese from Costco because for some reason they don't sell pepper jack cheese in a block there. I can only find it pre-sliced, but it's actually perfect because then we get snacky and I just eat straight cheese with Sylvia. We're both a big fan of the pepper jack. Nice. Um, quesadillas actually with that oh, yeah, pepper jack quesadillas. cheese. We do a lot of uh, a lot of quesadillas. Yeah, I love getting yeah. a little a little cheese and fruit plate that like feels like a very fancy snack. Sometimes I like like cut up apple, whatever fucking like if I have cheddar cheese on hand, maybe put some banana or whatever other kind of fruit I have, some peanut butter for dipping apples in. Um yeah, like peanut butter plus things. Peanut butter on toast, peanut butter on rice cracker, peanut butter and banana on toast. Apples and peanut butter. Just a spoonful of peanut butter when i'm desperate um i'm like what are not, what? not in an uncrustable not ever an uncrustable <laughs> not an uncrustable it's crazy i'm trying i'm like what else do we need to snack let's eat whatever food is left over my fridge because you know also like steven and i don't cook the way you guys cook because when we cook we make like like steven and i are like we're gonna make a pot of beans and a pot and like a big <laughs> pot of mexican rice and that we i know eat for many many meals so, like, what do I eat for a snack? I mean, fucking beans and rice, baby, like, all the time. <laughs> that honestly sounds great. I was going to say, when you guys come out, you should, like, literally make beans. <laughs> I, we would. We would. We'll make you guys beans if you want. We'll make you beans and rice. And uh, I was actually thinking about that, how we should just make you a bunch of beans and rice to have. Because, like, like, I make pasta. And, like, if I'm making pasta sauce, I'm using at least, like, I don't know, like, three cans of tomatoes. Because it's just, like, Damn. I need to make enough that I don't have to make this for a while and then I'll like eat pasta as my snack like sometimes if I'm too hungry like I remember like especially when I was pregnant doing this a lot of like eating just like cold pasta out of my fridge because I'm like I can't even spend the amount of time I need to heat this up dude it's so hard to have energy to prepare food we didn't even have a microwave then either oh I ate so much cold food just because I didn't want to wait that's really sad. You should definitely have gotten the microwave. We there literally wasn't counter space. We had the oh. I think we had like we had like two feet of counter space in that kitchen in that apartment. And we bought a table for our kitchen to be able to do any sort of prep work on it. But there was basically I don't know that there was an outlet. There was maybe like one outlet there. Um it's the least yeah. counter space I've ever had. Including in when I lived in a studio, we had more kitchen counter space than the apartment we were living in when I was pregnant. Um, so there was literally nowhere for a microwave. But now we have a microwave that's built in above the oven. 
and I heat up all my shit in it. Nice. I love a microwave. Well, with that, I feel like I should go and blow my nose and mm. have our leftovers for dinner. All right. All right. I do um want to review that Sylvia turned oh. to oh. attend to my baby girl. Yes. Getting bigger and bigger all the time. Um, so cute. She loves it's a it's like it's so fun because like when she was one, we sang happy birthday to her and everything, but and like had a whole party. But of like she sort of barely understood what was going on. Mm. Whereas this time it was like she's been to some birthdays now. She could get excited for it. Like her birthday party was super exciting. And then her birthday party primed her for her actual birthday when we like sang to her and she was just like so happy and it was so cute. Oh. Ten out of ten. <laughs> That's really, really cute. It was super cute. And we were all feeling pretty good that day on her birthday. And then the Aww. next day is when Steven got stomach flu. So we had like a nice day of health. And I made, I didn't make her a cake. So we just like, Steven made cookie dough earlier in the week where we saw dough in the fridge. So we just like baked cookies and made a little stack of cookies with whipped cream and sprinkles on top and stuck a couple candles in that. And honestly, it was perfect. That sounds really good. What kind of cookies were they? They looked different. Um, no, they were chocolate chip. Oh, there you go. They were with rye flour, though. That's I, what it was. I almost didn't I knew tell there you. Was I almost didn't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. Dude, I it's like, really, it's really sure. good. It's really good. Honestly, you guys, make <laughs> your chocolate chip cookies with rye flour. Do like 50-50 if you're nervous, but you can totally have a successful chocolate chip cookie swapping at 100% for your flour. It's delicious. You can even get white rye. You don't even have to get whole grain rye if you don't want to, if you're, like, worried about the whole wheat flavor. But it just, like, tastes good. If literally one person listening goes and makes cookies with rye flour because of this suggestion, I will be so surprised. I will literally, like, I will bet you, I wanted to bet you something. Um, Wait, if if somebody in the next week, if in the next week somebody (laughs) makes chocolate chip cookies with rye flour, Please, reviewers, please, reviewers, take this to heart. Think about this. Emma has to buy rye flour, and then I will make her chocolate chip cookies with it when we come and visit her. We're going to go visit her in, like, two weeks. So that's kind of a win-win. And if nobody makes it in the next, I don't know, week or so. Then you have to eat an Uncrustable. You have to eat something that you determine. Yeah. (laughs) All right. I'll I'll eat. I I eat lots of unhealthy foods all the time. That's not why I don't like Uncrustables. I don't like Uncrustables because they're gross. (laughs) It's a soggy bag made out of bread. They're not soggy. They are Um, goo. They are goo. It's a goo sandwich. (laughs) Okay, I loved loved this. I love you. You're 10 out of 10, despite your love of Uncrustables and your hatred of my rye flour experiments. Um, you guys, reviewers, when you make the rye cookies and realize how good they are, <laughs> send us an email for gmail.com, hit us up on Instagram, the review crew pod, um, or otherwise contact us. Please send pics um, and your review of the cookies if you do it. Um, <laughs> You're not doing it. Please, somebody. Okay. Maybe my mom will. Mom, you have maybe. to. <laughs> <laughs> you have to for Emma's sake. Um, okay. <laughs> All right. Have a wonderful evening. You too. Bye, Franny. Bye.